1: This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. From a dark closet inside Meltdown Comics, it's two packs a week with me, Jeffrey Golden. That's me, I'm that guy. Hello and welcome to Two Packs a Week, the trading card comedy show podcast. Every week I bring in a funny friend and we open up two packs of weird, retro, crazy trading cards. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. With me is a very special guest. She is the co-founder of the hilarious website Higgs Weldon and a contributor to McSweeney's Reductress, Cracked, All the Things, ladies and gentlemen, Robin Higgins.
0: Hello. Thanks for joining me, Robin. Oh, yeah. I'm excited.
1: Are you excited? Yes. Yes. I don't know why I asked you again. Maybe I was looking for a little bit of a sports thing. Like, are you really excited? Let's hear it, Robin. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know enough about sports to know the correct response. <laughs> Yell louder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scream. That crowd tactic really annoys me. When people are like, I didn't believe that one. Let's do it. like, oh, man, that is a... Best way to get me to not make any noise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You will just sit there with your arms folded. Let's
0: be like, okay, there's one person who is demanding things, an entire crowd of people who disagree with you, but you're (laughs) going to just immediately assume that we're all wrong. So we have,
1: from Tops, Dinosaurs Attack. This costs 25 cents. Oh, okay. So, big money. You'll get five cards, one sticker, and one stick of bubblegum. I do not advise chewing on the bubble gum. One of our guests has tried it, (laughs) Frank Gibson, co-creator of Tiny Kitten Teeth, and he basically almost vomited (laughs) right on the podcast table. It was horrifying. Now, we also have the inaugural edition of Star Trek The Next Generation trading cards. And inaugural edition, meaning they knew that there were going to be more sets of star trek the next generation trading the cards the venn
0: diagram of who likes star trek and who likes trading cards is a circle it's a circle it's one solid circle for sure guest gets to choose which would
1: you prefer dinos or the star treks
0: first i want to say that i feel like these two cards are perfectly tailored to me do all your guests get perfectly tailored packs i do my best it's like you've got the top two you did a whole Star Trek
1: show, yeah, a whole play at the play. UCB theater, mm-hmm. a whole
0: play. What was that about? It was about what if there was an episode where they talked about their sex lives, which is great because they always just hint at it.
1: The best episodes of Star Trek are where they get personal, where they start talking about their feelings. But
0: they do- I don't. I mean, In like, my- I understand why they don't go for it. It's not what Star Trek is, but it's so frustrating because it's just you have so many years of people almost touching hands and then there's no end. There's no arc. It's just that. It's like, well, I guess we're not going to do that, huh? Those hands almost touch. Okay, bye. Here's my answer. I'm choosing dinosaurs only because I know I've seen every image of Star Trek but I gotta see what these dinosaurs are attacking.
1: I'll open these first. People like the sound. It puts them into the audio Mm. drama here. This is like the old Dick Tracy's it's raining out. I can't go out there. That's thunder, 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 thunder.
0: I was thinking about the like device where people turn to the camera and say, oh, I didn't notice you come in. <laughs> like,
1: oh, you're... hi there. Right. You've caught me in a relaxed position yeah. in my home environment.
0: Okay, what are these cards? Have? All right.
1: Let me give you a couple of these here so you can could read them. So the first card we see... Is the cast of Star Trek: The Next Generation? Mm-hmm. It's a cast photo. It has the Star Trek: The Next Generation logo, and then what? A bunch of gibberish, right? A bunch of nonsense words in a um, sentence.
0: That lo- these I things say don't make these, Klingon.
1: These words don't make sense. If you
0: were enough of a nerd,
1: they would. Where no one has gone before, Russian. Oh, it's, it's just Cyrillic. <laughs> is this just Russian? <laughs> These Mine cards are aren't in all in English. Russian, right? Mine are no. in English. No, they're in English.
0: To the listeners, it isn't a Star Trek font, so I feel like <laughs> my guess of Klingon is <laughs> it was not, accurate. It wasn't based on nothing.
1: I have a card that's called Set Construction, and it's a picture of a bunch of tables and chairs. <laughs> An
0: inaugural set. Guys, what can we not exclude? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Considering the depth and realism of the sets you see on Star Trek The Next Generation, It is amazing that they must be created and built in just a few days for
0: each episode. This is horrible. Well, the old Star Trek... Don't tell me Star Trek's not real in a card. I don't want to know about that. Oh, no. Oh, no, no,
1: no. It says it's very real. It says that they build this set just for fun, but that they really shoot in space. So... But in the old Star Trek, they would literally just go to sets that happened to be on the lot. Star Trek goes to Wild West World because that set was available from a Tuesday through a Friday on the Paramount lot.
0: (laughs) Also, they would always go out just to various parts in the valley. Like, my sister lives in Valencia. And that's, like, where the Gorn episode was shot. You can drive by the Gorn Rock.
1: Ooh. Gorn. <laughs> Gorn Rock. Gorn, <laughs> Gorn, Gorn. Gorn. I'm going to see Gorn, actually, uh, next weekend. They're really, you know, <laughs> the, band, the band Gorn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gorn. Gorn. I don't need your love. Okay. I've got a card that's the symbol of the Romulan Star Empire. Man. And here's that symbol. This is a logo card, basically. It looks like
0: if Miss Peacock from Clue had a Star Trek-themed badge. That's what it looks like.
1: And it says, Aggressive and intimidating, the well-known symbol of the Romulan Empire seems to depict some kind of giant alien bird. I like that the card doesn't even know. Isn't the card's job to like know exactly what kind of alien bird species?
0: <laughs> card's getting F minus. Can I go over some? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's okay. go here. Okay. So this first one. It's of the comm badge, but it just says Star Are Trek. all locos? The next generation.
1: Is everyone, hold on a second.
0: No, no, I've got Beverly Crusher coming up. Okay, all right, Um But it says this fifth season commemorative 1991-92 season. So it's of a comm badge, but it's just for the fifth season.
1: <laughs> Great.
0: And now on the back, it just talks about the original Star Trek. I mean, Why? Why?
1: I'm not here for the original Star Trek, assholes. I'm
0: not here to learn about seasons. I'm here to live in fantasy and learn about com badges, maybe. Where are the comm badge facts? Where are the comm badge facts, (laughs) dum-dums? Okay, here's the next one, which is insane to look at. It's of the isolinear optical chip. So it kind of looks like a USB drive that's see-through. I mean, that's a deep cut, man.
1: What is a sub Isolinear
0: optical chip. <laughs>
1: uh, who's a uh,
0: Do you know, like, in Jurassic Park, they have to, like, pull out stuff, press all those buttons in order. Yes. These are kind of used in the same way where it's like, oh, you gotta get those chips if you don't put them all in in a row and then the oh, space no. will explode. But they always get them in on time.
1: Can Data put the chip in his head and <laughs> uh, learn things?
0: Maybe, but he can like do it really fast. You oh, know? okay, that's that's yeah. But then if you like trip and they all spill sometimes and that's a big problem.
1: Okay. What else do we have about these Data chips? These
0: chips? It just says that they're capable of great... I mean, they're USB drives. I like that in the 90s,
1: the future was a USB yeah. Guys. Like, what if discs weren't long and <laughs> floppy, but rather they were chunkier, more rectangular in shape? What other ones do you have? Okay, there?
0: okay. The next one is the Romulan Warbird. This is what I want. It talks about cloaking devices. This is great. Good, a, a plus. Romulan Warbird. Is
1: Romulan Warbird maybe the most intimidating destroyer in the galaxy? Would you say
0: cloaking will get you?
1: Cloaking will so get you. You don't ya. want
0: that to happen. It'll sneak up on you. Oh. Yeah.
1: Uh-oh. This next card is sneaking up on us. Okay, it's a ship schematic for starboard elevation. Sure, and it's a picture of the Enterprise ship, but it's outlined like a schematic. Yeah, and uh, on the back, it tells me where all the different places are. The captain's yacht is listed here. The
0: captain has a yacht.
1: You you can see it on. uh, It's right on here. He has like his own little like luxury.
0: It seems Cruiser. like it's just, that's going to be some kind of weird nautical thing. It's just a room in the ship. It doesn't look like it comes out. There would have been episodes <laughs> if you, like had a private boat.
1: <laughs> there was that SNL bit, Love Boat the Next Generation.
0: Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: maybe that's what this is
0: referring to? I would accept that this deck is crazy enough to do that.
1: <laughs> My last mm-hmm. one here. Oh, is the Bussard Ram Scoop. <laughs> I am very excited to have a, a Bussard Ram <laughs> Scoop that. card. There's one thing you need. How many cards have actually featured characters from Star Trek: The Next I've Generation? Beverly on the last. She's the last one. So. I've got one that has the characters on it, but it's in a weird language, <laughs> that we, an indeterminate language.
0: And then you've got one of Beverly Crusher. Is that right? That's waiting to the last. Yeah, this looks like Greek. I agree. It's Greek. I mean, it has Greek letters on it. Hey, you know
1: what, Robin? It's Greek to me. All right. <laughs> I like how you just, you know, responded to that. <laughs> it's to I also me.
0: dated a Greek guy for three years, so I'm like particularly overburned on that joke. Oh, I, I didn't know. Yeah.
1: I've tried it. I tailor the cards, but not necessarily the Yeah, the, the jokes. past
0: dating <laughs> overexposure. <laughs> okay, here's my last two cards. No, before I get to my last two cards, I want to ask you a question about them. Please. What do you think the person's life was slash is like who... Their job was to make these cards.
1: I think that these cards were made by someone in the merchandising department (laughs) at Paramount who was not particularly into Star Trek The Next Generation. They didn't even care to pick someone who liked the show. I, I am... 90% 90% sure that the person who made these cards does not like the show because that's how Hollywood works. And I also think that the person had a copy of this extensive wonky Star Trek Bible and was like flip-flip flip card.
0: Yeah. Flip flip yeah, yeah. card. What year are these from? Does oh, it have good the question. label? Yeah. You don't even, does Photoshop exist? Or are you like, how are you designing these little cards? 92. I don't think this person even had Photoshop. What were, they, what were they doing? How did you put this? How did you make a card?
1: You got on a photocopy machine, oh. cut out all the elements, collage them together. Oh. I don't know.
0: Anyway, don't know. this second to last one is operations management. It's I guess that's what the little panel that they touch is called. I didn't know that. All right. So, yeah, you touch this little guy. It's like an iPad.
1: I will say I'm excited because that's something I've actually seen on yeah. Star Trek. That's actually an element of the show that I've seen. Remember. Granted, it's not a character, but at least it's something familiar.
0: And it's responsible for the coordination and scheduling of resources and hardware to the various missions being performed above the USS Enterprise team. The OPS panel on the bridge displays continually updated list of all current. <laughs> 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 we'll have so to divert science scan from the main <laughs> sensor array to the available system. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> what? What? Oh, something. Did something happen? It's your
0: computer. Okay,
1: great. Oh, cool. And now
0: we've arrived at Beverly. Chief medical officer. Have
1: you ever been this excited to finally see Beverly Crusher? (laughs) Have you ever been so anticipating (laughs) seeing Beverly Crusher? (laughs) All of these cards are of things. Is that really and what boring people things? Want?
0: Dude, of like bombs or more <laughs> warbirds. Or what about scenes from the show? Just yes, and not sets. It's, there's so many options. Uh. Okay, okay, we've made it. We've made it. Beverly's giving us a striking pose. She has a serious face on. So she is the chief medical officer. She was married to Jack Crusher, who died while serving under the command of Jean Luc Picard. And that's why they never fuck. Which is stupid because if your husband dies and he had a best friend who he approved of, and then 10 years later you want to get it on once, game on. But nope, <laughs> just a slight touch of the hand, <sighs> several admissions of love, and then moving right on to not boning ever. See, that's the future though. That's what makes me Ugh. worried about the future. I guess you have holodeck porn, right? So, like, there's no uh, urge yeah. to do anything in
1: real life. Uh, holodeck porn sounds great,
0: it does sound great. Okay. Why isn't that a
1: card? Let's go from the future, Okay. and we'll go. We'll warp
0: into the past. All right. Make a sound effect that helps me imagine that we're going to the past.
1: Wiggle, 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 wiggle. All right. These are dinosaurs attack. Yeah. Ooh, I like it.
0: Oh, I didn't notice you come in. There goes the gum on the floor. Right. Several pieces. These are also from 1988, it said. 88? I was one year old.
1: Cool. All right. I was Pusing more old.
0: <laughs> um, so on the cover, it's a little bit confusing. There's what looks to be some kind of T-Rex situation attacking a brontosaurus. It looks real sad. And then there's also people running.
1: Right. i yeah, got to like be real with you.
0: If there was people, they're not cavemen, though. They're, like, in, like, 80s clothes.
1: Yeah, yeah. If there were <laughs> dinosaurs. Up until the 80s. The, right until the late 80s. Yeah. Oh, man. I yeah, you I missed, missed them. Okay.
0: <laughs> I got to be real with you. If I had seen these people, I would have picked Star Trek. I'm not a fan <laughs> of these people existing. All right, here we go.
1: Here, why don't you pass me oh, yeah, yeah, two yeah. of those two? These illustrations are crazy. Yeah. They're... Like, these are very highly detailed comic art illustrations. Yeah like a garbage pail kids, mm-hmm. but maybe a little bit nicer. A similar kind of aesthetic, similar color palette. Too. Yeah,
0: these are amazing. This first one, it's the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It's being knocked over by a huge dinosaur. <laughs> it's It looks like it has the neck of a like brontosaurus, but it has big uh, spiky teeth, and it looks meaner than a brontosaurus. <laughs> and it's knocking it over, and also there's two warplanes above it that are trying to drop bombs on the dinosaur and having no effect. And then there's a smaller orange dinosaur that doesn't really look like he's helping out with knocking over the tower. He's just there for like moral support. Oh, that's fair. And there's an old woman who has both hands on her head and she's screaming and it says Italy under siege exclamation point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. By dinosaurs, great.
0: and the back of the cards are all newspapers. Oh,
1: that's awesome! These
0: are great cards.
1: This is way better than those dumb Star Trek cards. <laughs> those were so bad. What's the headline on the back one there?
0: Il Gazetta Tino. And it's Italy Under Siege, translated edition. They're really getting into the backstory.
1: Yeah, this is why you're not reading it in Italian. Yeah. It's translated, edition, very nice. The detailed. land
0: of Da Vinci and Michelangelo was laid waste by a horde of anomalous prehistoric monsters as the worldwide emergency continues. Hundreds watched in disbelieving horror as the famed <laughs> Sistine Chapel was reduced to rubble. The Italian police were helpless as some of the world's most cherished paintings and sculptures were obliterated. And it goes on. You know
1: what? Small price to pay for dinosaurs in real life, right? We'd have dinosaurs. Like, yeah, we're going to lose Statue of David.
0: You don't want dinosaurs just smashing around? That'd be horrible. Well, not
1: just smashing around, but these, like in real life. These are all doing. In like a, like a Jurassic Park style situation. That was also bad. Oh, yeah. But if you did it right...
0: What if there's just one Jurassic Park movie where, like, it is okay, and it's just a fun theme park? And that's not the story. It's like a romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But it just happens to be set in a Jurassic Park. Yeah. I like that movie. I'd watch that. This is the eighth podcast in a row where we're like, that's a great movie idea. (laughs) Ooh, I like this one. This one is particularly violent. The title of the card is Cat Lady's Revenge. There's an old lady outside of her house, and there are cats crawling everywhere all (laughs) over the house. And she's got a shotgun, and she's shooting a giant scaly dinosaur in the eye and its eye is exploding with blood this cat lady's got the right idea she got revenge i hope that the army in this universe is just a bunch of cat ladies she has a, her. she
0: has a huge shotgun and you can see the eye is in midair exploding whoa
1: yeah that's pretty awesome so let's see the headline is cat lady's revenge Mastic Long Island. Selma ploughed is no pushover. When rampaging dinosaurs were reported in her area and the neighbors began abandoning their homes, Selma stood firm. I just couldn't take all my cats with me. And I wasn't about to leave old friends at the mercy of those oversized lizards, she told amused reporters, who then quickly were killed by (laughs) Dinosaurs. dinosaurs. This is a classic here. And
0: my next one is a sticker. And it says Trachodon. It's like one of those duckbill dinosaurs. Is that what? That, I guess that's called Trachodon. I didn't know that. Trachodon. Oh, it has some facts about it. Okay. It says it's twelve meters. Number of teeth two thousand. Whoa! I bet that's real. That's crazy. That's a lot more teeth than I have. Its meaning of name is rough toad. rough-toothed. Yeah, this
1: is the show about words that are hard to pronounce.
0: <laughs> we took on the future and the past, all right?
1: I know, in the future and in the past, words are garbage. That's
0: how you know you're in the future or the past.
1: Right. So is uh, every word long and unpronounceable? Welcome to the future or the
0: past. <laughs> Ooh, he was the first dinosaur to be discovered in the United States. Hey,
1: a real patriot.
0: I feel like all these, yeah, you know, a lot of dinosaurs are American. T-Rexes are only in America.
1: You know who else was in America? Mm. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I got this whole book about it. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's a good book. Uh, It's a really good addition to another book you're familiar (laughs) with.
0: Half my family is living in Utah. I'm like traditionally half Mormon, but my little tiny group of the family has left and escaped. What? Yeah.
1: I had no idea when I made that that goofy riff that you had this in your family. Mm -hmm. What prompted them to leave Mormonism?
0: Well, my grandma got a divorce in the 50s. Oh. That's enough for your whole neighborhood to hate you forever. Oh, God. Even if you got the divorce because my grandpa just left and moved to Idaho. (laughs) Still enough that it's just, oh, that stupid woman, how dare she?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. And so that
0: was the beginning of how my grandma became a hardcore atheist. And then all of us.
1: <laughs> That's some madman shit right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. And it during Thanksgiving, I went back home, and my mom had this dress that had been my great grandma's, like super Mormon, just like an everyday dress. And like she was like, "Oh yeah, I used to wear it for like random parties or whatever." And she's like, "It used to fit me. I bet it'll fit you." And I tried it on. It fit me exactly, which was crazy. Even to like wrist size, same like body size Should for have generations. Been a Mormon. Yeah, and it had a bustle. Felt like it was on the neck it was crazy oh, it was like cool. super like high necked and everything yeah
1: i love bustles
0: wasn't it... one of your star trek cards named like bustle agrega yeah or something? bustle ram scoop <laughs> yeah <laughs> something like that
1: now <laughs> uh, we've got another one here oh oh okay so things are getting a little bit crazy with this card mm-hmm. so at this point we've seen dinosaurs fighting humans Mm -hmm. which is pretty crazy unto itself but in this card which is called Entombed
0: Mm -hmm. Uh
1: (laughs) a man has is like wait wait
0: let me guess is he in a catacomb? no Uh, is he is it okay crap is it a tomb of
1: any sort? it's a it's a creature tomb the man is inside of the T-Rex so part of his body is actually inside The Tyrannosaurus rex, and the other part is outside, and he's screaming.
0: Oh, no. What is going
1: on with this universe? This
0: is really upsetting. That is a
1: disturbing
0: image. And and also, there's a gun pointed at... This almost looks like a person got turned into a dinosaur. It says, Entombed, Sierra Mountains, California. Of all the
1: wild horrors happening of late, none can compare with the tragic demise of Harry Plume. Camping in the mountains with friends, Harry left his tent to relieve himself in the nearby woods. Seconds later, but blood-curdling screams were heard. His buddies rushed to Harry's aid, only to find the man embedded within a raging tyrannosaurus. Oh my
0: gosh. Like, okay, it looks like, you know, in Pinocchio, where Pinocchio starts turning into a donkey? Right. It It's almost like that. Like, he's not becoming the T-Rex, but he's, like, merged with it. It's not,
1: it's, there's no eating involved. And this isn't merged like mutants in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No. Oh, April O'Neil got mixed up with some mutagen and a cat. <laughs> now she's Cat Pearl O'Neil. Me-ouch. No. <laughs> no. This is just two creatures that have been oh. unholyly merge together. Yeah, it's like if
0: you were a Siamese twin and your twin was a T-Rex. That's what it's like.
1: That is... That is... Oh boy. Not sleeping at
0: night. I looked at my last card and it, it's like the end of the story. So do your next one. Okay.
1: This is just great overkill. This card is called Blue Water Savage Death and it's a man in the ocean, fleeing from a giant shark, Mm -hmm. and behind the giant shark (laughs) is a giant (laughs) sea monster. That's what I want to see. Oh, you thought Jaws was bad. dinosaur's attack
0: is a lot worse than Jaws. It's twice as bad. I want this guy to sue the creator of Jurassic World for, that's like what happened. Is that what happens in the film? You have been seen Jurassic World? No. That's, that scene happens, basically.
1: They should sue Chris Pratt personally. Yeah. <laughs> I would like a conclusion to All this right. story.
0: Also, whoever made these cards was doing a lot of drugs. Yes. I feel confident in that statement. Alright, get ready, because it's chilling. Okay. It's <laughs> titled... Rebuilding our world. And it's a woman in her twenties or thirties and she's wearing like a lab coat and she's shivering. It seems like she's very cold. And she's in a Mad Max esque <laughs> landscape. There's no physical dinosaurs, but in the sky behind her is a translucent like dinosaur. It's the, like a ghost of a dinosaur. Yeah, it's the huge. memories.
1: And she is Definitely haunted by these, di- I mean, by the memory of those shit. dinosaurs. Oh, wait,
0: I would be this is horrible, and you can merge with them apparently.
1: This is drawn a little bit to this art style, is a little bit different. This is a little bit more oil painting y <laughs> than I think. Maybe that's the effect is to try to say, like, yeah. this is the future, this is the cold, brave new world we live in. <laughs>
0: at least, like, we won, right? Rebuilding the world, yeah, like, she's least... still there. The dinosaurs, well, in the let's cloud. see
1: how well we did.
0: Okay. And so the human race survives. We pick ourselves out of the rubble of a ravaged world and look toward tomorrow with renewed hope. The Saurian was right. Human beings do have souls.
1: <laughs> oh, good. This is our salvation. I definitely wondered when looking at these cards if humans have souls. That was definitely like the story I, I, I was gathering from this.
0: I was just wondering whether or not the Saurian was right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how ironic. Through time scan, Elias and I hope to learn why the dinosaurs were wiped out of existence 65 million years ago. Well, we finally discovered what annihilated them. We did. End of story that no, is printed.
1: No, we didn't. The, the, the asteroid did that. Everybody knows the asteroid.
0: So we're missing like a whole narrative.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, folks at home, you've got your work cut out for you. We got the ball rolling. We you told fill you in. some of the middle and the end. It's up to you to get the beginning, those other pieces of the middle. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck piecing together the story of the dinosaurs. And the attacking At that least they did.
0: We know we have souls, though.
1: We know we have souls. That's comforting. Yeah. We should trade some trading cards mm-hmm, here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So let's see. What do we have here? Well, we got
0: a bunch of Star Trek garbage. We know we got that. Uh, yeah. So and, anything uh, good
1: from Star Trek here? I mean... Ooh, maybe I could interest you in my Bussard Ram Scoop. <laughs> what can I get for a Bussard Ram Scoop? That's what you I mean wanted. need to get it.
0: rid of... Yeah, um, let's see. What will a
1: Bussard Ram Scoop buy me?
0: What do I have? Well... I feel that you really liked this Operations Management so I'm willing to part with that guy. I'm also willing to part with the Season 5 commemorative pin. That's my least valuable, I'd say.
1: I'm going to go with the computer.
0: Yeah, you like Changed that. Trade you one. the busted RAM okay, scoop for the computer. I and I recognize this. It's just zoomed in too far. You would see it's the, at the end of the It's this, the al- ship. this
1: also kind of looks like a USB drive. <laughs> like mostly... that also could be a USB drive. Star
0: Trek is mostly USB drives.
1: Yeah, I know. That's, we've the, that's the Brave New World. All right, uh, it's your turn here. What What do you you want? want?
0: I mean, you know, I guess I would be willing to part with my Italy under siege for either the Entombed or the Cat Lady's Revenge.
1: Oh, I do like uh, seeing a national monument destroyed Mm -hmm. by dinosaurs, Mm -hmm. some of whom are actually doing the destroying and others are just... Offering moral support. I will give you Entombed so okay. I never have to look That's at it again.
0: You know, I was going to say, I wouldn't trade all the Star Trek cards for the worst dinosaur one. Like these, yeah, these true. And I love Star Trek.
1: I know, but there's such horrible they're so cards. Even
0: with the mystery language that may be Greek.
1: You know what? I'm just going to give you set construction. <laughs> this is my gift to you. To
0: enrage me. And <laughs> I'll just give you season five commemorative. No. <laughs>
1: no. Oh, man. This card is so lame.
0: Oh, also, do you want the gum? I wouldn't I even try touch this gum. It. Is hey, it listen, really that bad?
1: You are you are welcome. You will be I'm the going second. For it. Do it. Robin's doing it. It's
0: impossible. It. Okay, she's I'm gonna putting, take two pieces. She's putting the gum to her mouth. Okay. I, it's very, hard. It's I'm very give you a, hard. But it's fine. It's chalky. That's why it's like it's so hard. Very chalky gum
1: situation. It's very brittle. It is super brittle. Is it like turning into gum? Now as it's you turning chew it? into
0: chalk dust so far, but let's keep on seeing. Okay, let's see. So you got the dust in your oh, mouth. Oh, okay. I, the bad taste is starting. Yeah. So this oh, is where, that's yeah. a bad taste. Right. <laughs> There's a garbage
1: can right behind you. No, I gotta
0: give the listeners a full. They gotta know. Okay, the taste is like, it's like paint. It's like if you dipped like a spoon into paint and then you ate it. <laughs> oh, it just got worse there's <laughs> it, no gum, it's a puddle of chalk dust. Which is definitely okay, not That's it. That's it.
1: Where's the trash can? You lied. Where's the trash can? It's right there. Isn't that a trash can? Oh, it's a bucket oh no. full of Here, The bottle. The bottle, Robin. <laughs> it's so bad. Robin <laughs> into the bottle. Hurry. The yeah. dinosaurs are attacking, Robin. Oh, my God. It's oh. it's just liquid. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It just looks like rotten milk. Like rotten strawberry milk.
0: Yeah, good thing I have this tecate. tecate. Oh, yeah,
1: now we're talking. Tecate, not a sponsor of two packs a week. It is. Th- oh, you
0: don't have to touch that. I'll touch that.
1: Okay. <laughs> Thank you.
0: The I was trying to be a good host. You were, but like that's too good of a host. It was the water bottle filled my disgusting spit out. <laughs> it's, I didn't think gum could be that bad. From what I had heard up to this point,
1: it was the worst.
0: It's also from 1988.
1: It's could from 1988. explain part of it. Not a good idea. <laughs> not a good idea to choose. You that gotta gum. get
0: all the guests to do it. You gotta.
1: I gotta? Well, no. It should be guest choice. I'm making a guest choice. Yeah. We're a pro-choice podcast. We're pro choosing whether or not you wanna eat that gum. <laughs> so you mm. got a book
0: coming out. Yes. I co-wrote it with your lovely wife, Amanda. Ooh, that's exciting. So
1: far, so good. Yeah, I read everything my wife publishes. Oh,
0: with that's our joint nice publishing <laughs> company,
1: The Devastator.
0: That's still nice of you. <laughs> you
1: have to. It's your job. It's my job, but it's also my delight.
0: Aww. And I'm
1: not just saying that because she's in the room right now <laughs> on the couch. I'm saying it from the heart.
0: It's called "We Don't Think You're Racist." Great. And then the subtitle is Soothing Affirmations from People of Color.
1: It is a parody of inspirational books to help make you feel calm or make you feel uplifted.
0: For instance, I'm like half black and half white, but my dad is so light-skinned that I just look white, even right. though I have half my relatives are just light-skinned black people. And so whenever people learn that fact, if they don't think I'm joking, one of the first things we always say is, oh, so you could say the N-word then. And that's literally half of people my whole life. That's their, so people are like, "Oh, a couple of jerks said that." No, half of people when they learn that I'm half <laughs> black, they're like elated that I get to say this if I want to. It's like you're one of us, but you're also
1: get one the of that superpower.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, I could have like a picture of me, and then the page would say, "Thanks for giving me permission to say the n-word, even though I'm biracial." Something like that. Right. Right. So yeah, so it's a whole book, and we have all the different, you know, various. Racial categories and various responses that they would get.
1: There's one I like where it's a woman of color placing her hair out to the reader mm-hmm. and it says, You can touch my hair. You can touch it all day.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It
1: is reassuring. It is soothing. Mm-hmm. It is reassuring to know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you have permission. You're <laughs> one of permission. the good
1: ones. Where can I get this book?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you can get it online at the devastator.com. Yeah, devastatorpress.com. Devastator yeah, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: You could also get it on Amazon.
0: Yes, yes. And at uh, bookstores across the country, I imagine. Yes, but only in April.
1: But in April, right. So So not right now. Coming soon. (laughs) Coming soon. Watch for it.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: Meanwhile, uh, they should go to Higgs Weldon. Yes, yes. The website. The Higgs Weldon. Hilarious (laughs) comedy website. And they should find you on YouTube. Yes, at Robin Higgins. At Robin Higgins. Robin, thanks so much for being here.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Take it easy and watch out for dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Two Packs a Week was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevear. Logo by Kenny Kyle. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs a Week, that's T-W-O, and me at Jeffrey Golden, that's Jeffrey with the G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics at 7522 Sunset. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for y'all to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other.